Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. chances are on any given Wednesday I'm talking about Twilight so you could have just was that also your jaw unhinging or was that you responding to me (laughs) that was was responding to you oh okay well hi welcome to Into the Twilight hello where I am hopelessly pretending that Cody's responding to me and Cody is just unhinging their jaw so it's just the demons are coming out to play, boys. <laughs> demons are coming out. Hi, it's our spoopy episode. <laughs> I forget that there are some people that still actively say spoopy in the year 2017, and then I listen to Allie. Oh. And it's here. Well. Here. Cody, how are you doing today? You know. Oh. I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wasn't sure where that was going to go. I just like to build up tension. I, was I just woke up. On the I was like, I listened. I listened to this excerpt of what we're talking about today, mid half sleep, and so I'm coming out of that. Oh, so you were having dreams about Bella having dreams, which is a little very meta. Oh God, I guess. Wow, that's great. How are you? Well, I'm glad that you asked. So, <laughs> <laughs> as if we don't ask each other this every episode. <laughs> Finally, it is about time. <laughs> I'm just I really get to talk. I'm just really glad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like to hear it from your mouth and like your voice, like weasel. <laughs> Finally, after almost fifty episodes, I get to speak. <laughs> so this morning, as I was getting ready, because I'm also waking up, it's a morning pod. If you weren't aware, we oscillate between sleepy pods and morning pods. And this week, it's morning pod. As I was waking up this morning, one of the Spotify ads this morning, hashtag not spawn, was <laughs> a Taco Bell ad, but I didn't realize it was a Taco Bell ad because the ad was, what's on the menu tonight? And this chorus of ladies said, overcooked pork chops. But they didn't just, like, monotone say it. They were, like, they just, like, sung it. And they sung it at this very high-pitched voice. And here I was, trying to brush my teeth. And the chorus to me trying to brush my teeth was overcooked pork chop. And it was terrifying. So that's where I'm at today. I'm scarred, is what I'm trying to say. So thank you for this therapy session. So what the fuck, Taco Bell? (laughs) Like, I, you can't tell the story and not do a dramatic rendition. Okay. Of this. All right, so. Our experience. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I don't sing, so this is going to be a, and that's not like a high school musical, like, I don't dance, and then it's going to be like, great, it's it's like a, literally, I don't sing, and then it's going to be like, goose sounds coming out of my voice. Uh, <laughs> More demons coming out of <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to unhinge my jaw, and it's going to be, like, Thomas the Train coming out of my voice. Um, 
<laughs> so here I was, like, brushing my teeth, right? And I'm, like, staring at the mirror, right? And there's just, like, like dark circles and just... <laughs> yeah, like, literally. And here I am. And, like, usually, right, as you're disassociating, there's, like, weird shit coming in your mind, right? And so it's, like, it's fitting that, like, this fucking commercial is going on. But it's fine because the this fucking, I don't know, asshat is, like, what's on the menu tonight? And then there's, like, three ladies who are probably wearing, like, American Eagle and they're like overcooked pork chop and I'm like what the <laughs> fuck is this so here I am and I look at myself in the mirror right like bitch what the <laughs> and I look down at my and I look down at my phone and I open it up to see what the advertisement is for and I'm like Taco Bell is that you my, I was trying to just disassociate today and uh, this is what happened. Damn. So, so that's been our check-in corner. Should we move on to our current events corner? Yeah, boy. Great, great, great. It has not been a slow week today. We actually had a lot of shit happen this week, which We're is great. jam-packed with news. So much news. So, following up on our Pats and FK Twig split, <laughs> we have a new person in the mix this week. Hey, that is that is misleading. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. We have, this... we have a third wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was not meant to be a, Come a on clickbait. In, stealing your man. Yeah, that was not meant to be a clickbait in the form of a podcast. Uh, well, where's the integrity in our journalism, Allie? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, then please, Cody, take the lead on this. Add some integrity I, to it. Oh, my God. I will say that this, art, this headline from In Touch Weekly <laughs> leaves something to be desired as well. It's, it's like true. Robert Pattinson leans on Katy Perry after split from FK Twig. So it's like buzzword, buzzword, buzzword. How do we get people to click who are names true. that people, whatever. But apparently it's like. They're friends. They're friends. <laughs> <laughs> and there's yeah. like many photos of them all hanging out, which is a fucking trip. Yeah, it's a lot. But hey, they're friends. They're living their dreams. And so Katie, while very much on tour right now, is doing emotional labor for Robert Pattinson post-breakup. Yeah. Shout out to Katie Perry for trying to be supportive of someone. Yeah. Um, hopefully T-Pain is doing the same thing for FK Honestly, Twigs. he should. I agree. I'll give him a call. Um. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. Have you been talking to FK lately? She's been rough. Please keep going on this. No, that was that was it. That was the end of the phone call. I hung up. Okay, great, great, great. Uh, <laughs> I was just not going to let you, I was not going to save you on this. I just wanted you to keep going. No, that's good. I felt it. I felt that love there. Great. I was just really supporting you, but like from the backseat. Yeah. So, right. no, great. No, for sure. <laughs> I felt the spotlight on that one. I appreciated it. <laughs> me just doing my impression of like Will Smith to Jada, just like with my arms out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so the next piece of news is a two-parter. I guess the main event was that there was a event in Hollywood this past week, the L Women in Hollywood event. Mm-hmm. And the two parts of it is one, there was a reunion of sorts for all of the women in Twilight that were there, which was great. And two, Case Do spoke at that event. And, of course, 
address some of the the sexual harassment that's obviously been going on within this realm which is great well it's not great but it's important to be addressed during Mm -hmm. something like this i guess good news first is that we got some photos of nikki reed and ashley green so so good very pretty. They look happy. Well, Ashley Green looks very happy. Nikki yeah. Reed <laughs> looks very scared. Yeah. Sort of. Understandably so, kind of like after the news that we've touched on, but like I hope that she's doing okay. One thing to note is like this girl had a, a child. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> how? <laughs> yeah. She looks great and glowing. She just also looks very scared. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we didn't get any photos of all three of them together, but, like, none that they published, so Ugh, hopefully... We did get this very sweet photo from the last time. Yes. Uh, Kristen Stewart and uh, Nikki Reed hung out, and it is a blessed image. Yes. It's everything I've ever wanted. Yeah, it's a It is a mood and a half. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Of course, the news about Case 2 and mm-hmm. the speech that Case 2 had about addressing the abuse and sexual harassment that's been happening, i.e. the the person that we kind of know that has been talking about, i.e. Harvey. But also, like, there's been a lot of people, obviously, throughout Hollywood that aren't being named mm-hmm. right now. This is just, like, the main person that's getting right. the heat right now. But I think that this is kind of dredging up a lot of conversations. So I'm just happy that this conversation happened, um, that it's getting buzz, and that case you felt comfortable enough in that space to have that conversation and felt supported, mm-hmm. which is good. I will say, though, that case two has been known recently to defend Woody Allen, so it's taken it with yeah. a grain of salt. Yeah, but, that was weird. You know, yeah. We're yeah, here, so... And there was also some, there were some articles that I read, I was trying to, like, parse through them. Uh-huh. They were kind of pulling quotes that said that she was, like, she had been, like, saving countless people from harassment and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I couldn't quite find a lot of sources from. So Well, even this article that we're looking at literally right now, her speech, she's like, man, I saved these people. And then later on, she's like, when I say saved, I literally just say, like, don't. <laughs> like, just don't. Like, I'm. she's not taking on the burden of being like, I am the, like, honorary person who's saving these women. It's just like, that's the only way to phrase it, I guess. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. There's some shit here, especially because of the the Woody Allen stuff, which I forgot about until this moment, so thank you for bringing that up, Mm because that's not chill. But I guess this is political stuff, so I'm glad that we're talking about this, because that's, I don't know. It's in our wheelhouse now. (laughs) It is, yeah. But, I don't know. Hopefully this kind of gets her to discuss these things and have more conversation and realize that, like, just saying, quote, like don't fucker is not right <laughs> like enough i guess the other thing that i wanted to touch on cuz i guess it is sort of relevant is stephanie meyer posted and kind of remade relevant her frequently asked questions on her website mm-hmm. because who knows why i guess she was bored and on a sunday <laughs> she needed more hits on her website to make her monthly quota i guess the seo was lacking Jesus Christ. Yes. And one of the ones that she redirected to during her tweet that she said was her favorite was 
<laughs> is Twilight autobiographical. Now I have not checked out the FAQ on her website in a very long time. Um, <laughs> but I just thought that, that was worth mentioning because of the fact that it was dredged back up onto our Twitter. And it's like the last question on her FAQ, which meant that I had to go through. And well, I didn't. There's a click through at the top of like all of them, but I just mm -hmm. felt like it was worth looking through. And it was just so funny because the whole question is, and here's my favorite, though it's only been asked once, is Twilight mm -hmm. autobiographical? And the answer is, like, really short. It's like, no, Twilight is a work of fiction. But I was just like, Steph, you know that you just included this just to kind of, like, pat your ego because right. you love vampires and, like, you wish that this was real. But like, I did this all by myself in my own head. It is not anything of real life. Yeah, and, like... Screw my family, <laughs> screw my kids, but, like, yeah. No, I'm actually yeah. a real mm -hmm. vampire walking amongst mortals. Thank you, Steph. I see you. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Sounds great. The one thing I wanted to know within discussion topics and listener questions this week is we got a mood board made <gasps> of our podcast. It was so cute. It definitely made my week that's for sure and it was very cute we did post it on our twitter so thank you so much that definitely was the best bless 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 very good now cody would you like to chat about breaking down with me uh, i guess yeah yeah that sounds about right <laughs> <laughs> i mean shit kind of hits the fan this week absolutely a hundred percent so, Breaking Dawn, Chapter 7, Unexpected. Now, <laughs> we kind of left off last week with the oh, revelation yeah. <laughs> that Bella was pregnant. That does kind of color your viewing, um, because if you hadn't figured that out last week, you sure as hell would have been able to parse through it. <laughs> That was going to be my conversation topic for this week of like, hey, so Bella's pregnant. <laughs> Welcome to the biggest turning point of what Breaking Dawn is supposed yep. to be. Immediately. And listen, it wasn't a knock on your intelligence. It's just that Stephanie is uh, Stephanie and we never know with her. But I know. Well, I know. <laughs> I, that's true. We have read approximately a million pages of mm -hmm. her work at this point. That's a real so. life number. Yep. And she has been trying to communicate via dreams at this point, <laughs> kind of what's going on. Um, speaking of dreams, we do get one more here. Nothing but the hits in this episode. Right, yeah. <laughs> Just call yeah. back every good bit. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of bingo board checking going on here. And we do get a lot of, of Stephanie kind of phrases and adjectives here with this dream. So we get a lot of, like, sharp, wet teeth and bone-colored claws. So it's, it's a lot to kind of gag over, that's for sure. So she's dreaming about the Volturi again. Yikes, I guess. And she goes from being terrified of them yeah. to wanting to throw hands, which is a very Bella sort of attitude, I would say. And she wakes up and is hot uh -huh. and understandably so because it's Brazil or off the coast of. And we get the first note from Edward because for the first time he is not there, understandably needs to hunt. Which means that she wakes up and it's one o'clock in the morning. And as you do when you can't sleep at one o'clock in the morning, you make fried chicken, of course. Listen, we've 
all been there. Yeah, I mean, obviously. There's a substitute for everyone, but there is a a food you make. Yeah. At one in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, there's a comfort food for us all. And fried chicken is so, such a good one. (laughs) Now, I don't know about you all, but (laughs) there's... I definitely do this thing where I think I want a food, and then as soon as it's done and I've made it, (laughs) I instantly don't want it anymore. And so I definitely relate to this where Bella has finished eating it, or finished cooking it, and then she takes one bite and she's like, nah, fuck this. Now, she's doing it because she is pregnant, Mm -hmm. but I just do it because I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't... mm. But yeah, so she takes one bite and she's like, oh yeah, no, this is, fuck this. Uh, (laughs) Absolutely not. But yeah, anyway, so she changes her mind. She just ends up going to sleep again in the living room. And of course, Edward is there and everything is cooler. And he's like, oh yeah, sorry I was gone. Now, being the Bella Virgo (laughs) that she is, um, she gets sick. But before she can do so... She needs to use all of the manners in her repertoire to do so. And I just felt like that was a very good explanation of yeah, her. I love, uh, I love how you're not saying well, what you read, which I think is a very good way. <laughs> well, because <laughs> I just... <laughs> it is. It's a very good Yahtzee uh, absolutely. word, too. Um, a scrabble, even. And you by Yahtzee, I <laughs> mean it scrabble. Like Yahtzee. <laughs> it, it, it does. It does sound like Yahtzee. I don't know games. <laughs> I've never played a game. <laughs> <laughs> Who is she? So anyway, Bella mm-hmm. gets sick. And she just, like, can't anymore. I love that she even, like, she curses the chicken. Mood. Which, like, <laughs> damn. First of all. <laughs> um... She even goes as far as to just be like, go away. <laughs> Which, like, also Don't rude. look at me like that. Also, I love that, like, afterwards, she's like, I feel fine. And their version of, like, settling down as, like, married folk is frying some eggs and putting on <laughs> CNN. Which, like, you guys are the worst. Oh, God. Anyway, they're just, like, <laughs> I hate that. gross. Get out of here. Um, I come here to yes. step away from so, my journalism anyway. program. I know. <laughs> I didn't ask for this. Yeah. So anyway, they they chill out or whatever, and Bella goes to get her little like first aid kit that Alice made, of course, and she's looking for Pepto. Hashtag not spawn. Mm-hmm. And she finds the quote small blue box. <laughs> Now, what she means to say is she's trying to find tampons, but it takes, like, three pages for her to just say tampons. (laughs) Stephanie! (laughs) You can just say tampons. We get it. I can't even... I can't... (laughs) Anyway. Small um, blue box. (laughs) No, it was a very, very large blue... (laughs) Like, what... It was the size of the house. Um, anyway, <laughs> Full so of gi- tampons. <laughs> yep. She got that Anyways. super plus, and that's fine. Yeah. You can't change Which your regulations. Fine. You can't change your flow, man. But it's still a bot. Like it's just <laughs> anyway. So Bella's trying to count how many days it's been since the wedding, and Edward is confused throughout all of this. 
understandably so, because, hi, welcome to the marriage of no communication. Hello. Absolutely not. <laughs> and nobody is talking to each other. And I love this part, too, because Edward is like, what, are you trying to pass, are you trying to pass this illness off as PMS? <laughs> and we finally find out that there's, she's trying to say that her period is late, right? And we find out that Bella is never late on her period, which, like, first of all... She is, like, it is exactly five days. It is on, you know, the second Tuesday of every month, and it lasts for that long, and I know. I just... For Bella, yes, it's very in character. Yeah. And for some people, yes, also very in character. But, Stephanie, have you ever met anyone... (laughs) with yeah. a period. Yeah. Because in like in this America <laughs> I have anyway two separate I'm- period tracking apps on my phone and I'm still never <laughs> sure <laughs> when it's coming. Like never like <laughs> they're all both like I have no idea. I cannot help you. <laughs> I just I Stephanie. <laughs> Come on. Do some like market research. Figure it out. That part is one of the most unrealistic parts of this novel. <laughs> like, which is saying something. It's, it is, it is saying something. And, and then we move on to the fact that it's been several days. <laughs> and then we look down and Bella has now a small but defined bump sticking out between her hips and they just had sex. <laughs> I, I just, I cannot believe, like, when did this happen? Might not have had... <laughs> A baby bump that large <sighs> in that amount of time. And she's like, wow. There it is. Literally. And then look at my body. Uh, I, God. yeah. Yeah. I just, like, and the fact that she just yarts. Like, there shouldn't be anything that, I'm just, anyway. <laughs> I, I'm just saying that still, the fact that her period yeah. is usually never late is still one of the most unrealistic things in this novel. Anyway, so we get back to this thing, and all that she keeps saying is impossible, and Edward is still not saying anything. It's fine. Bella even says a vampire was still frozen on the floor with no sign of ever moving again. Like, he's, he's literally catatonic. It's fine. Now, we go to a little bit of a flashback to a website called Vampires A to Z. <laughs> Do you remember... Uh, so there's... God, every time you lead in with Do You Remember, I just think of the Do You Remember in September song. I'm literally singing it in my head right now. <laughs> I just... Right. No, it's good. I just it's didn't want to have a copyright issue, so I didn't sing <laughs> I it. I just didn't want to get sued. And I didn't want pork chops to come out of my head again. <laughs> so, like... Oh, my God. Um, but yes. She goes on this, like, long tangent about, like, incubuses and succu... Is it incubi? Incubi and succubi? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I literally teach English. Like, Language is, like, wild, right? Like, it's literally all social construction. Like, it's fine. Um, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, but, yes. Yeah, so, then she goes on this, like, long tangent about it. And then she mentions again that she touches the bump on her stomach that she says had not been there yesterday. It's fine. It's mm. fine. It's fine. Mm. <laughs> it's, mm. she needs to poop. But, like, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's okay. It's really gonna be alright. Yeah. Everybody poops. You know what they say. Every- <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
I mean, it's fine. So it's even mentioned here, and, like, there's a lot of... Bella's, like, going on this long tangent, right? And this is usually the part when Bella would be having, like, a, a spiraling crisis. Nope. She's mm-hmm. not having a crisis. She is very honed in. She's very focused. <sighs> she's very... She's got a plan. Yeah, she's Ocean's 12-ing this thing. And then <laughs> you pan over just a little bit to the left, and Edward <laughs> is on the floor. He's not even to the point where he's rocking back and forth yet. Nope. He's still just... Catatonic. Just a solid mess. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because here's Bella, and she's changed everything because the fact that there was a, quote, soft little nudge that happened <laughs> underneath her hand from under her stomach, which means that her intestines are moving something underneath her. She needs to poop, but yeah. she <laughs> she's pregnant. <laughs> Like, could you imagine if she was like, oh my god, he's kicking. It's like, what? <laughs> it's been five days. <laughs> what do you mean? You just have to poop. Like, there's nothing. There's no formed human being in your body right now. Bella, have you ever been around <laughs> Edward for this concentrated amount of time and ever pooped in front of someone that you love before? Because sometimes it makes you nervous and sometimes you hold things in that you don't want to. It's okay. Everybody it's poops. Fine. It's <laughs> fine. I don't think Edward's going to notice because he's unconscious. <laughs> yeah. He's in a third state. So while Bella's realizing digestion and Edward's catatonic, Edward's phone mm. rings. <laughs> and it's even mentioned here. Cool. I wish Edward would answer it. I was having a moment. Possibly the biggest of my life. Um, so, <laughs> so the phone's still ringing. Finally, Bella gets down and answers it. And it's Alice. And Alice is having a crisis because something's happening. To Bella. Mm -hmm. She doesn't know what's going on. And Bella doesn't care. She doesn't want to talk to Alice. She wants to talk to Carlisle. Anyway. Fair. I mean, same. (laughs) The doctor in the family? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, she gets a hold of Carlisle and asks if vampires can go into shock. And of course, Carlisle, that's a a very weird question. He's like, is Edward dying? Like, what? (laughs) And, of course, Belle's like, oh, no, 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 I mean, no, no, that's not, (laughs) that's, no, 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 he's just taken by surprise. And, of course, they start talking about how Belle is probably pregnant, um, and they start talking about her menstrual cycle and everything, and, of course, Carlo's like, well, how do you feel? Of course, Bella's response is, well, weird, of course. (laughs) Um, because she's constipated. It's better than a typical Belle response than it would be, like, Oh, I'm great. I'm great. I'm fine. Actually, never better. <laughs> there's just like, you know, I'm like pregnant and there's life growing inside of me. But like, other than that, super chill. I'm super great. Yeah. So then that's when the ableist language starts because Bella's like, well, oh. maybe I am crazy. I've been having all these dreams and eating all the time and I'm throwing up and crying. And oh. she says, I swear something moved inside of me just mm-hmm. now. And that's the trigger for Edward to wake up and Mm -hmm. so edward takes the phone right and he starts having this conversation with with carlisle and of course bella thinks like oh yeah everything's great we're gonna go home and they're gonna take care of me and everything's gonna be perfect (laughs) 
they were on the phone for more than an hour. Mm-hmm. Well, he was on the phone with the, the airport for more than an hour for that. And this is the part that I think is such a mood, right? Because he went <laughs> from being completely catatonic to now he's on the phone with the airport for an hour. Yeah. And he's speaking in a different language and he's arguing with them. And as he's arguing, he's packing and like flying through the house and just like throwing things into bags. And that, that, cycle is me. That's, <laughs> like, from your lowest state and then go into, like, I need to clean and pack everything. I need to get shit done. I need to call everyone who I need to talk to right now. Let's fucking go. Yes, yep. ma'am. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> and just the fact that Bella even says, like, I needed to go into another room because... <laughs> I couldn't deal with this anymore. She just goes into another room and starts eating pretzels. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so anyway, as they get ready to pack up and leave, he realizes that they can't actually go yet because the housekeepers are coming. But before that can happen, Edward comes over and he's like, oh, hey, so we're going to get ready to leave and everything will be fine. Carlisle's going to be there when we get there and we'll take care of this. Like, you'll be fine. And Bella's like, what do you mean take care of this? (laughs) And anyway, Edward's like, he starts using language like it and like thing. And Bella's like, she goes into like super like mama bear mode about using Uh that type of language for the baby that she's already like attached herself to and anyway so the housekeepers come and oh yeah also i should mention that bella started calling her baby the little nudger which like (laughs) bella (laughs) that's you don't (laughs) that's you that's a child (laughs) there's a human being in there somewhere that you don't just call this thing that's gonna be a person (laughs) You don't just call this thing, like, an annoyance. Like, <laughs> that thing could have um, a 401k at some point. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, so Gustavo and Kari are there, and they, like, brought food, and so that's great, and also kind of them, but <laughs> not really effective for what they're trying to do right now. So, anyway, they bring this food, right? And it's some sort of, like, fish dish. But Belle's like, nope, and just instantly, like, gets sick again. (laughs) Anyway, Calvary sees that, and he, (laughs) she, like, sees that Edward is, like, going over and, like, trying to take care of Bella. And then all of a sudden, like, Calvary, like, flips script and just starts, like, screaming at Edward (laughs) and, like, pointing at him and all this stuff and, like, mood, first of all. Um, but she's, like, scared, not necessarily, like, pissed. And they start having this conversation, which obviously, like, you can parse through is her being like, you got this girl pregnant. How dare you? Like, this is totally against the rule. Like, all this stuff, right? And we find out that Edward's, like, expression changes, all this stuff, where he's like, no, 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 like whoops <laughs> like <laughs> uh okay actually Ooh. anyway the conversation ends it ends with her looking at bella and being like this girl gonna die yep because bella's like i knew enough spanish for that one <laughs> <laughs> i uh, um, i got that one in my brain thank you yeah so she leaves and i love this part too because edward goes over to bella and is like don't worry about anything <laughs> 
it's all legends. It's just no big deal. And Bella has to be like, I didn't understand anything. It's totally fine. And the problem with that is that her whole life revolves around legends. She even says that, like, they were all true, so how could she discount any of them at this point? Like, you don't just get to pick and choose which ones at this point. So, anyway, I just thought that that was kind of interesting. So, they get rid of, like, them, because they leave, and they pack up everything else. Bella makes a note that as they were getting ready to leave, he almost forgot his phone, because he's, like, so stressed that nothing has been like him. So, as they were getting ready to leave, the chapter ends with Bella calling Rosalie. Bam, bam, bam. And that's where book one ends. Ugh. Ugh. (laughs) So, now we start book two. Uh. And book two Uh. is Jacob. It hurts me. It hurts Yes. Me. And I feel death. So when the new book starts, of course we get a new uh, epigraph. So uh, we go back to Willie Shakes, and it's A Midsummer Night's Dream, because of course. Now, of course, because it's a new book, we get another preface, and the preface is, life sucks, and then you die, yeah, I should be so lucky. Stephanie, why <laughs> Jacob? Uh, Jacob. Also, I will admit though, listening to the audiobook, there um, any but anytime anyone said Jacob, they all kind of said it in like a Jacob or like a Jacob. Way. I know, and right? It was very like affirming. <laughs> I was like, cool. I'm not the I only know, one Matt who thinks he's a shitbag teen who's just like, you know, fucking up at every turn. Not That's thinking. why I like the way that Matt does it is because he he says Jacob the right way. Yeah, no, it's very good. Yeah, he says it with the right intonation. For sure. He has that, like, I don't know, he he gets Jacob's voice to me, which is like, I don't know, he's just so over it. Yeah, yeah. It is better than Ileana Kedushin doing a Jacob voice, for sure. Well, and for some reason, the way that she says Jacob, she doesn't pronounce C, she says P. Like, she says Jake... Like, she doesn't say Jake Cub. She says, like, Jake Pub or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Jake Pub. Um, <laughs> um, this is my so son, anyway. Jake Pub. <laughs> so, yes. Chapter 8. Waiting for the damn fight to start already. Because, welcome. <laughs> you changed it in my notes. <laughs> I'm changing everyone. <laughs> right now it's changing them to all from jacob to jacob <laughs> jacob oh no <laughs> jacob oh god okay so <laughs> bring it back bring it back <laughs> so, okay so chapter eight starts off with this fight it's not really even a fight it's just this like <laughs> piss match between <laughs> yep. paul and jacob and they're at jake's house and Paul is there because he's a couch surfer motherfucker. Sure, yeah. Because at first we don't find out why he's there. We just think that he's just, like, bored mm-hmm. and hanging out. 
at Jake's house watching baseball and eating all of Jake's Doritos. <laughs> because, like, don't you all have that one friend? Hey, we've, <laughs> we got that one. And um, sometimes you are that friend. If you don't have that friend, you, you are, are that you friend. You are exactly <laughs> that friend is what I'm trying to say. But we soon find out after J-Pub breaks <laughs> Paul's nose uh, that Paul has imprinted on J-Pub's sister, where, Rachel. Where, where. So, so Jake just can't catch a break. <laughs> no. Everybody around him oh, is in love, and he's just over it. And he just wants to eat his Doritos and be pissy. And, like, honestly, you Don't know what? At the, yeah. end day, <laughs> at the end of the day, at the end of the day... You just want to be alone with your Doritos and your misery, you know? He's not asking for much, you know? No, that's not... There's a lot mm-hmm. of italics in this chapter, especially in this first part of, you know, did it have to be my sister? Mm-hmm. Did it have to be Paul? It's a lot. But yeah. We also find out a little bit more backstory about Embry in this first part, too, that, you know, Embry, his mom doesn't know uh, that he's a a wolf, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and so she just thinks that he's a really rebellious child that doesn't listen to anything that she says, <laughs> which is really sad because he's just trying to do his best. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that sucks because <laughs> like that means that he's getting you know the rough end of the stick from like his mom and from. Sam, and he's just like, it's okay, guys. I'm just trying to live my life. (laughs) So that sucks. But anyway, we get basically a lot of backstory in this chapter. We find out about, like, what's been going on with the pack and everything. We find out that Jake's just been really tired (laughs) since he got back, that all the thoughts in his head are hornets and not bees, in case you were curious. Good distinction to make. Yep, we find out that Jake's internal monologue is filled with a lot of ableist language. Yeah. So, thank you, Stephanie. <laughs> we find out that when Jake is not thinking about anything else, he thinks about Bella's death a lot, and not in a murderous way, but just in a very self-loathing way. Sure. Um, Because that could be misconstrued in a, like, when Jake is bored, he thinks about killing Bella a lot. That's not, that's not how that works. He just is wondering how the news is going to come about her dying. Basically, he wants to know when the news is going to come out about her changing because he wants to throw hands with Edward and the Collins, as the title of this chapter stated. He's ready to fight. Yes. He has a lot of teenage angst that needs to come out. He's very annoyed that Paul is laughing in his house because he does not feel like laughing. Therefore, he goes down to the beach where Quill is. Now, as we found out before, Quill has imprinted on Mm -hmm. Claire. And Claire is a toddler. And so we get this little scene of them at first beach where Claire is looking for stones and Quill is trying to keep her from drowning in the water. (laughs) And Jake is 
just kind of baffled by the whole existence (laughs) of everything that's there. Which, like, same, honestly. It's a wild trip. (laughs) Yeah. Because Stephanie tries to kind of explain all of this, right? Of the fact that Quill's, like, having more fun than all the parents are. (laughs) He couldn't even make fun of Quill because he envied him so much. They try to have this conversation about dating, right? Like, while he's waiting for Claire. And it's gross. Yeah. (laughs) And it's all a setup, right? Because of the fact that later on, like, Quill's, like, shocked by this question that Jake has. Because he's, quote, never thought about it. But then he asks the same of Jacob. And Jake's like, well, why? Why would you even ask that? I... I don't even... I don't understand. (laughs) What? Why? While these two are having fun trying to find rocks at the beach and stuff. And it's just like, Stephanie, subtlety. Have you heard of it, please? So, yeah. It's just like, Jake is supposed to be in the same position that all of these imprinted couples are in. But he's not. And yet he still doesn't want to date anybody else. So anyway... Sam kind of, like, howls off in the distance, and he's like, oh, time to go. They go off into the forest, and then they find out some information about Bella. And that's where the point of this perspective of Jacob comes in. Mm -hmm. (sighs) And this is is when things are supposed to get interesting. So, Bella called our lovely dad, Charlie, and they're back, and Bella is sick. 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 (laughs) She's gotten back, and she still hasn't pooped, is what we (laughs) find out. She needs to poop. She's tried prune juice. She's tried everything. It's still not working. Anyway. um, (laughs) Just prune juice. She's been bathing in prune juice. Yeah. Anyway, so Charlie's really worried because she's quarantined. Um, Nobody's allowed to see her. But Charlie apparently has said to Billy that, like, it's pretty serious, but that when she called Charlie that it's it was worse today. And the whole pack is, is worried because they aren't sure what to do. Anyway, Seth is, like, worried about Jacob, right? But as the whole pack talks... Sam makes the group decision that they're not going to attack the Cullens. And Jake is... He's pissed. Because what's the point? He assumes, understandably, he makes a logical jump that she's already changed. And he's like, well, if she's changed, then she's not Bella anymore. And so, since Sam made the decision for the pack that they are not attacking as a pack, he's like, well, then I guess that I'll just go on my own. (laughs) Later. (laughs) And that's where chapter eight leaves off. Yep. Silly J-Pub is going out. Oh, J-Pub. He's <laughs> going out on his own. Why? Uh, yes. Because he's J-Pub and... J-Pub. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. So no. next week is chapter nine, 
sure as hell didn't see that one coming. Oh, boy. And chapter 10, why didn't I just walk away? Oh, right. Because I'm an idiot. Great. Really good stuff happening here. Thank you, Stephanie. I can't believe we have to read this. For the whole book. (laughs) For the whole book, too. Of his, like, quirky asides. Like, no, stop. I just... Stephanie, you couldn't even hide your ableist language in no. the actual text. You have no. to put them into the, the titles themselves. <laughs> we did get some new iTunes reviews. <laughs> so that's exciting. We got a new one from Richie Tenenbaum. Yeah, that sounds right. And then, do you want to I- say the second one? G-D-H-J-H-C. And now you know we are not robots. Good to go. We are human beings. The other way to get shouted out on here is by being a patron. It's with cash money. Yeah. Actual cash money. Cash money. We have an additional person added to the squad. Boy, boy, boy. Yes. So we have our usual folks, our $25 patron, Rachel Swan. God bless. Amazing. And then we have our $10 patrons of Jessica Stanley, Rachel Black, and our new additional folk Mm -hmm. of Katie Weber. Yay! So Katie has been a patron of ours, but recently got boosted up to the $10 club. Hell yeah! Welcome to the club. Welcome to the cool club. Welcome to the high life. Yeah. Hope it's great. Welcome to the Miller high life. Ew. (laughs) The champagne of beers. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Oh my god, that's great. So, I have a treat for you. Oh, please. Give me a treat. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, this author, this fan fiction author, was recommended by one of our Tumblr followers this week. Uh, So, that's great. Also, falls on Tumblr. Also... Yeah, let's do that. That's great. The author is P.A. Lassiter, and everything that they write is, well, their tagline is everything through Edward's eyes. Ooh. So that's great. I don't know why I just said that and pushed up my glasses. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's where I'm at right now. So I wanted to find something that was kind of relevant to where we're at right now. Sure. So I found a accompanying chapter because they kind of write, well, they write everything through Edward's eyes. So they've kind of rewritten like the second half of Midnight Sun and then kind of everything in the novel. So I found a chapter of Breaking Dawn and they wrote a section of swimming. So right when they get to Isle Esme. So this section is right when they get into the water and it's from Edward's perspective, which is cool. Yeah. 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 The best way that I can kind of describe their Edward is um, very, I don't know, like a very nerdy kind of Edward, which is a good way. I mean, he's already nerdy, but like a, like a hyped up, like a Jake Peralta kind of, (laughs) I don't know. It's good. So This is from, I guess, chapter four, Swimming, which is good. Esme was loaning it to Bella and myself as a wedding gift, and it was the perfect place for us to celebrate our nuptials privately in the sunshine. Bella was in the cottage taking some time to herself before joining me for a late night swim. 35 minutes after leaving her there, I was still waiting, nervously, (laughs) eagerly. It was hard to tell. I decided to give her 10 more minutes before going back to check on her. Perhaps she had fallen asleep. 
After 42 minutes, 17 seconds, I was relieved to hear Bella's soft footsteps in the sand as she approached the water. Facing out to sea, I had taken a vampire stance, statue still, while I waited for her to join me. <laughs> as she drew near, I wanted to turn around and watch her make her way down to the beach and into the ocean, but I did not, as she might feel self-conscious when my nakedness was hidden by the water what? and hers was not. Assuming she was naked, of course. And seen. Wow. Vampire stance. Statue well, stance. Yeah. Vampire stance. Oh, <laughs> I can now I'm just thinking of that one photo of Ted Cruz where he doesn't know how to stand like a normal human being. So Jesus. he looks like a robot statue. Oh my god. Topical <laughs> reference to Ted Cruz. <laughs> Listen, he just came out and like did the meme. I know, that's what Zodiac I'm saying. Killer. Oh, okay. I thought you were like dragging me for <clears throat> doing something that was like a year old. But no. <laughs> the truth is out there. <laughs> Get bit. <laughs> Oh, hi there. Guess who stole Cody's mic and took over the end credits? This is an Earbud Media production. You can pitch a show at bit.ly slash earbudpitch. You can check out the network's Twitter at Earbud Media. And while you're doing that, why don't you follow us everywhere at Into the Twilight? Since you're doing that, why don't you just go ahead and check out our Patreon? It's patreon.com slash into the twilight. Just as little as a dollar a month, you can get some cool things like pins and books help us do cool things like live streams you can always help us out for free with reading and reviewing us on apple podcast our amazing artwork was done by maddie padilla who you can find at your ghost host 44 our fantastic music was done by eli kraus who you can find at kraussfilms.com the intro and outro of our podcast is done by kb smith who you can find at kb underscore smith you can find cody everywhere online at cody captures and you can find me now everywhere at into wild places you stayed until the end check you out good job and we will check back with you next week bye you've been listening to earbud media production earbud media audio for everyone hey dan hey what's up john i just wanted to uh, confirm that we were recording monday yes uh what are we recording for oh it's our new podcast our podcast the the, the strange little people one, strange right? little people yeah yeah the one on earbud media production mm-hmm. you can uh, find it on youtube you can the, listen to it the one that we update every wednesday every wednesday dude when we have new guests all the time sometimes sometimes most of the time yeah and we talk about current events and stuff people should listen to it right uh, yeah it's, it's really cool i think people would like it um i mean you don't have to but i, mean, I hope you would did you put out the ad yet the uh, flyers yeah I, i'm doing it right now as we speak no you're sitting down you're no not... no this is happening right now as we speak John, why did my hand just go through you? Oh my god. John. We'll talk about it next week.